I think the three words that describe this Tennessee Titans season is I'm in hell. Uh, just, just in all like ways imaginable, I am in hell. And, you know, at least these games have ended in wins these past few weeks. But, dear Lord, what the hell is going on here? Like, can this team just not let their opponents stay in the game after they're up, you know, like, 14 to 17 or whatever? You don't need to let them get back into the game. You know, you don't need to do... You don't need to make it come down to the final drive and the final play every freaking week. You are killing me. Let's 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 today. I want to go through all of these games and and really give my uh, analysis on them. You start with Week One against the Giants, and you know what? You come out to a great like what fourteen nothing lead going into halftime. You guys were looking fantastic. Why the hell you let the New York Giants come back? It was it was like the first game in a new coaching system, and you and you let Saquon run for like eight billion dollars on you. Okay, that you don't run for dollars. You, but honestly, with that performance, Saquon, you deserve eight billion dollars. You played lights out. And you know what? Titans run defense. They've actually been pretty good, all, pretty good all year, uh, in like all of the other games. But you, you look at this one right here. Like you know, they hold Jonathan Taylor like twenty five or something. Uh, then they they made the Commanders running backs not do shit, except for that one fourth down conversion. Baba, uh, it doesn't matter. You, it's like. Why did you, how'd you let Saquon run for 160 or some shit? How'd you even let that happen? You, okay, fine. Uh, then, then Saquon keeps doing the runs and he gets the tutties and, and, you know, you just let the Giants come right back into this game. And then that two point conversion, if you stop that two point conversion, this team's four and one, like this team can win games, but they, they will never, they, they will be the ugliest wins you have ever seen in your life. And they will tear your heart out they, they they will terrify you they will not make anything easy remember when they beat the dolphins like 34 to 3 or some shit last year can't they just do that again like you should have done that to the giants you should have blown them out instead you're like let's just stop scoring in the second half and then you just fucking let daniel daniel d jones daniel d's nuts on sorry I don't, I, don't, that was, I, should, I should not make a d's nuts joke I'm appalled. I don't even know what where that came from. It doesn't even make sense. But you just let let them let the whole Giants win. And you know what? Yeah, the Giants are four and one right now. But they're two blown weed leads away from being two and three. Like they are they are not a super duper talented team, and the Titans should have been able to win that game. And if Randy doesn't miss the kick, this team is four and one as well. You had two opportunities for you to put the game away. Whether it be stopping them with a two-point conversion, which was a gutsy move, and you you got to respect that move. Uh, it was that, and there was also the decision to do a bad kick. Okay, that that wasn't that wasn't really the decision, but you get what I mean. Uh, there's this team has the talent, but they just they just, they need to put away these games. And I understand Harold Landry's gone, guys. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, that is a bad thing, but also Rashad Weaver's. Played into that role pretty well. He's, he's been pretty good. You know, four sacks on the year. You know, respect to him. You know, we, Weaver's doing a pretty solid job. So, respect. Uh, but, anyway. On to week two. Just kidding. We're not going to talk about that. That was a problem. Although, honestly, it's like... I, I don't even know what to think about the week two matchup. Because, like, all the other matchups that the Titans have had this year, they've at least been competitive. 
and in the game, that Bills game, it looked like they didn't even prepare. But I've talked about it on this show before, so it's like, what's the point, you know? Uh, it seems like just the offense and, to a lesser extent, the defense, just they didn't come in prepared for that game. You know, uh, you, you got to prepare for a whole 90 minute. No, you don't. You prepare for a whole 60 minutes. Uh, and it feels like Todd prepares for, like, half uh, of that. I mean, it's weird that through the first four weeks, the Titans scored on all of their opening drives, despite having one of the worst offenses up to that point. Uh, and still, to be honest, I think, I don't know how bad their offense is statistically in, like, points compared to everybody else. Uh, it's not amazing. I can guarantee you that. But, uh, yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit not great, isn't it? Uh, anyway, after that whole situation, spituation thing uh, that occurred in Buffalo, uh, honestly, I really thought that game was going to be more competitive. I thought they were going to at least try. I mean, the Titans have always played the Bills tough. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, week three, they go into Las Vegas. Like, this is as must win as, like, a, a week three game should be. I mean, you're playing against another 0-2 team, and, and your team just doesn't look good. Your team looks like hot, diddly garbage trash right now. And, I mean, you let some dude named Mac Hollins get, like, 140 yards. Like, some, like, every single week, it feels like the Titans let some random-ass dude put up, like, 100 receiving yards on them. It was, it was Mac Hollins this week. And then, like, two weeks later, wasn't it, like, Diami Brown put up 102 touchdowns? How the hell? It's some dude named Diami Brown. Dude's been, like, what has he done up until that game? What has Matt Collins done up until that game? You were letting these no-name receivers just just get some random dude 40 points on their fantasy teams. Uh, anyway, uh, don't really know how they won the Raiders game. They really tried to lose that one, but... I mean, they didn't score any points in the second half, but their their defense held on the two-point conversion, so that's awesome. I think it was Kevin Byard that made the game-winning play at the two-point conversion. I think it was Byard. I might be wrong on that, but good on you. Byard's been great. Uh, so has Simmons. Uh, Weaver's been all right. Danico Autry's been putting up some good numbers. Uh, Tannehill hasn't had the greatest options at receiver, but he's been playing all right. I think he's playing better than a lot of people expect him to be doing in given the situation, especially because the offensive line hasn't been great. Uh, and the, when he doesn't have great offensive line help and great receivers, you got, you got to at least kind of be happy with how well Tannehill's playing. Uh, you're not really like, I think people know at this point, he's not going to be the best, you know, player in the league, but you know, I think he's doing a solid job. Uh, yeah, the Bills game looked a little rough, but also it just, it felt like the whole offense just wasn't prepared, as I said earlier, so it's like, it's hard for me to really be too upset with Tannehill over that game, uh, but I, I think that, like, he's overall played alright this year. I think he's been serviceable and good enough to be the starter. I think, uh, there's people out there, the dumbasses, that think Malik Willis should start. Bro, have you seen Malik? Like, have you seen him play? He is not ready to be an NFL starter. And if you think he is, you just don't know what you're talking about. Malik is not at that level. And he may never be at that level. I've heard people like, okay, well, in two years, Malik Willis will be the starter. Because then he'll have sufficient time to develop. What are you talking about? Who knows? He's a third-round rookie. We don't know what we're going to see out of Malik. He may never reach the level that you want him to reach. He's not going to become Lamar. 
he's not just he's not just gonna wake up one day and be like I'm as good as Lamar Jackson. I can fucking throw it eighty million yards and rush for three hundred. I am the fucking greatest ball thrower of all time, bro. We ain't we ain't getting that from Malik immediately, uh, or perhaps ever. So, I mean, I think that we'll we'll see. I don't know if Tannehill will be the starter next year. It depends on how this season ends up. But, I, I mean, I think he'll be the starter at least through the end of this year. And depending on how well Malik's doing, he may or may not be the starter next year. If he's doesn't, if it doesn't feel like the team wants to move on from Tannehill and make Malik the starter, I mean, there's a chance they draft another quarterback. Who knows? Uh, they might trade for somebody else as well. I mean, you don't really know what you're going to get with this team. It's, it seems like the team has faith in Tannehill right now, though. So I don't really know. It just I don't think that they're going to just be like, fuck it, Malik time. And just just so random dudes on, on Instagram stop being like, hey, can we score in the second half? If Malik was out there, we'd be scoring in the second half. No, we wouldn't. Do you see him in the fourth quarter of the Bills game? Even the, the Bills brought their backups out, too, didn't they? Like, I mean, I stopped watching the fourth quarter. I was not going to watch Malik Willis and Case Keenum battling it out. No fucking way. I was never, never, was never going to watch that. Never. <laughs> Sorry if I'm acting really aggressive. I just, I can't stand this shit. Why do you guys, who, why do you think Malik Willis is going to just be the fucking greatest of all time in week six of when he was the third round raw prospect rookie? Like, dear Lord, I mean. You never know. But anyway, on to week four uh, against, who was it, the Colts? Yeah, fuck the Colts. I mean, they they, they they didn't even, like, how do you, come on, you're the Colts. You should be better than this. <laughs> you got, y'all got to do better, Colts. Especially after what I saw with you guys in Denver. What were you thinking? Like, that was, that was, like, ugly. I've never seen something like that. I, I mean, for your sake, you better hope Matt Ryan picks things up. I know you're going to blame the offensive line, Colts fans. And yes, the offensive line has not been good. The offensive line has definitely caused a lot of the, the problems going on in Indy, but like Jesus Christ, you can't if you can't say it's not at all on Matt Ryan that he's fumbled eleven times. That's absurd. Even like even other quarterbacks who have been like sacked that often as as often as Matt Ryan has so far. Like didn't Joe Burrow and Ryan Tannehill for that matter get sacked a lot of times last year? I don't think they fumbled 11 times by week five. I don't think that happened. So you, you got to like do something about the whole fumbling issues uh, and the turnovers and the, and just the, the, a lot of issues going on there, but that's Indy. Uh, and I, I hope coming out of this bye week, Tennessee can put Indianapolis away. Cause if they, if they sweep the Colts, that puts the division, that makes them eat the easy favorites for the division, the Titans. Uh, like you put them multiple games behind you and who knows between, cause Colts and Jags play this week, so who knows who's like. They're no regardless of who wins that matchup. Titans are still going to be on top by the end of this week, so we'll see. Uh, but who knows? You know, the game's the game. Uh, and then week five, what happened week five? Oh, the commander. God, that was what the hell was that last drive? You let Carson Wentz go down ninety yards or some shit, get him all the way to the goal line just to pick him off and end the game. If you're a Commanders fan, I mean, you probably already expect that because it is Carson Wentz. But also, like, that ending was the most Titans ending I could have possibly imagined and the most Carson Wentz ending I could have ever imagined. All in one. Like, that was just one massive, like, like, like this, this is Titans versus Carson Wentz. Like, you know, like, th- th- this is the epitome of that. Uh, and as 
as dead inside as I was watching that shit, uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, and you know what? Carson Wentz let down Colts fans one final time. Honestly, I have no idea whether or not the, the Colts would be better right now with Carson instead of Matt Ryan. But I do know that their, uh, <laughs> their stress levels would definitely be higher with Carson Wentz. So you know what? At least you, you have that going for you. I think your heart can definitely... Uh, your, your, the health of your heart is definitely safer with Matt Ryan. Because you know what you're getting yourself into with Matt. You know, he's... he's you're, you're getting... You, you know what's happening with, with Matt Ryan. Like, you're probably going to get the some... Fuck, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you do... Whatever. Anyway, now that we're in the bye week, uh, let's hope some guys can actually get healthy for Tennessee. I know most of my viewers... They probably aren't Titans fans, but maybe you found this and you were just like, hey, I want to watch this guy's breakdown on the Titans. Why? Who am I to you? I'm just some, I'm a 19 year old random guy who does like Minecraft videos, uh, and likes Hello Kitty and, uh, all that shit. Anyway, uh, I think that's all I got to say about the Titans right now. Uh, hopefully Derrick Henry keeps his, I mean, he's, he's been playing very well recently. I haven't really talked about him this, but, uh, he played well the last few games. So let's hope he keeps it up. Keep up the good work, Derek. You're, you're doing great. Good job. Uh, anyway, uh, I think I'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. I think I've had enough today. So I'll see you guys on a future podcast episode. Uh, and take care everyone. Goodbye.